Are you ready? No, you're not working. Oh no. Hello? This isn't good. You can hear me, right? I'm uh yeah, you do it. Oh wait. Hi. Oh. Are you <laughs> ready to rumble? <laughs> turn it off. It, I think Wait, am I? Yeah, I'm on. When I put it in this thing, I pulled it back up and it turned it off. I'm using a table mic today, or table stand. Um, okay, here we go. La 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 la. That's just for the music. I don't know. I it was a messed up intro, guys. Sorry for that one. I'll come in. I'm coming in hot. Oh, I ended the last one like that. Why do I keep going to that? It's you not a lot of TikToks. Are you starting it. I don't know. I'm stuck. What has happened? What was that? <gasps> Something just oh, fan just went away. No, that was the AC. <laughs> <laughs> the AC turned off. That was the fan <laughs> and the uh, and the computer. The fan and the computer. Sorry. All right. Oh my gosh, this isn't good. Let me slide this up more. Technical difficulties. I'm not going to shut it off this time after yelling it. Technical difficulties. Yeah. All right. What is up, you guys? Back again with another Chop Chat for you here at the Listen to Lamb Chop podcast. This is your host, Gavin Lamb, and with me today is... Cody. Cody. So we are actually going to talk about some docu-series that I watched recently um, on Netflix. So you can go watch them on Netflix, too, if you have Netflix, if you're interested. Um, I am, like, really interested in, like, been like really watching docu series lately i'm really into it like and i've never not been into them i've watched quite a few but like lately i've been into them a lot and like uh two of them that i've like recently watched was the one called i killed my dad it was about this teenager 17 year old anthony tim play who shot his father bert a cold-blooded killer this documentary about the truth behind the case is every bit as hooky and twisty as you'd expect from Netflix. So that was a little teaser thing on here on theguardian.com. If you want to check out this article, I just typed in, I just killed my dad, review from this true crime story uh, thriller. It's pretty interesting. Um, I've watched, do you ever watch The Tiger King? Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't like to advertise that I watched it, but it's like once you watch the first episode, well, it's like you told, have to finish it. To, yeah, for you sure. Can't not know what's um, going to happen. Nah, that's a, that's the deal. I, with I these was told about that though, mm-hmm. and I was oh, told like, that I had to watch, watch it. it. Yeah, and uh, everybody was like, "Dude, you got to watch the Tiger so, King." And so I watched it, and like the first two or three episodes, I thought it was like doing like the Office. Type thing oh, where yeah, it was yeah. like a f- it was fake, but that they were doing a doc. Yeah, know, because that dude just seems like his life is such a parody. But that's just how that yeah. dude was. But no, nah, it was real. <laughs> yeah, he was pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, did you that? ever watch uh, the uh, second season of that? No, I never could get myself to it's watch it. <laughs> it's weird. Is it? It goes more into into everybody else though. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's like an episode about him. And then an episode about, about the other people that the do guy, the same kind of stuff. The guy who does that weird dude with the elephants and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then talking about the one in Florida. Carol Basket. And then the guy, the Carol Baskin. And then the uh, <laughs> the Hispanic dude in Florida. Yeah, yeah. And then talking about Carol Baskin's husband that people think that she killed him. Yeah, and they just, uh, apparently that case was reopened after that documentary released, yeah. and they were like, well, let's look further into oh. this. 
because people have some pretty interesting yeah, uh, crazy. theories about it and stuff. So, yeah, pretty wild. Um, so I watched the I just I just killed my dad uh, documentary on Netflix, and I also watched the Untold Truth about Manti Teo docu series about the player from and you knew about this or you saw mm-hmm. the previews. So yeah, yeah. No. Well, well, I mean, I mean, I knew. He got catfished uh, when it happened yeah. in college, and he pretty right, much right after the the national championship game. Pretty much what had happened was in 2013 that season, he uh, he learned that his grandmother passed away one morning, and less than six hours later, was told by who he thought was his girlfriend's brother that she had passed away. So he thought he just lost his grandmother and his girlfriend all on the same day. That he had never met. He never met. He met his grandmother. Well, yeah. <laughs> he never met this girlfriend, and he thought that she was dead. And so, basically, he ended up uh, dedicating the season to his dead grandmother and dead girlfriend, and was like made it this huge. They was made all the news stories and everything. Big, one of the biggest like sports stories, like inspirational sports stories of the season. Mm-hmm. And then it all hit the fan basically when they found out that she never existed. So basically, that's what the guy says on that. He's like uh, Tim Burke. I guess he's a journalist or he's some kind of investigative guy from like Florida or something like that. And he said, there were millions and millions of people who knew that there was a Notre Dame football player whose grandmother and girlfriend had died the same night and that he dedicated his season to them. One problem, the girlfriend did not exist. So they go through that whole thing. He got catfished by another dude who was like living a fake life he you know he didn't want to be a guy he obviously wanted to be a woman but he could only uh without disappointing everyone in his life and without you know coming out as all the stuff that he wanted to be he just made a profile mm-hmm. as a, a woman as a girl that of a picture took a picture that he knew of this girl in high school was really pretty used that picture made up the name and would catfish these these dudes, and one of them just ended up being Manti Teo, and he took it the, f- the farthest that he possibly could without having to meet. And when it came time to actually link up and meet, that's when it all kind of went sideways. So, is that in the uh, the documentary? Yeah, and dude, everything. That's why it's called Untold Truth. They tell you everything, like all the little details of how it went down, how. Like the dude orchestrated everything, and since that dude has had a sex change and is now identifies as a woman, it's crazy, mm. absolutely insane. But it like ruined that dude's life, ruined his draft pick and everything. Like he lost millions of dollars. Everybody just knew him as the catfish hoax guy. They they thought that he might have been a part of it, like and orchestrating mm. it for the fame and stuff. Mm. So um, it was pretty gnarly, but it's really good watch on Netflix. Like uh, I, it's only two episodes, so it's real short. But I definitely recommend if you like that kind of stuff to go check it out because I thought I found it very interesting. Other like Netflix docu series that I've watched in the past, like I you know notable I notably mentioned the undefeated football one, um, the Tiger King, also uh, Last Chance You, the Staircase about this guy whose w- wife was found dead at the bottom of the staircase with a bunch of head wounds, like gashes in her head and stuff. But he claims that he found her there. He had nothing to do with it. So that went to trial. It was this crazy, crazy thing where he was actually linked to another woman who died at the bottom of stairs years later or years earlier. Oh, but like, right. 
no evidence, no physical evidence against him either, though. But he was put in prison. It was crazy. It's, I don't know if it's still on there, but you need to go check out the staircase as well. Um, Bad Vegan. You watched that one with me, where that woman she opened that top notch vegan restaurant and everything. Oh and then she had yeah, that I remember relationship that. where that guy was yeah. like telling her all this crazy stuff. Yeah, about like give me that money, just give me the money now. We need it because this is this is all for your test. And I'm he testing. Can make it her dog live forever. Or yeah, it was all like this whole sci fi craziness. There was a, just a but she was famous too, wasn't she? Or yeah, she had yeah. got famous. She had like had relationships with famous chefs and stuff like that, and like well, because she was she was like the first like vegan. She was like the vegan queen, is what yeah. they called her. She was like she she was like the name when it came to like vegan stuff and vegan food and restaurants and culture at that time so it was a pretty big deal that was called bad vegan and then these two obviously so i've been all into the netflix docuseries lately but they, i can tell they are uh <laughs> like I, they hold my interest man like once i watch the first one i can tell like there's some of them i've clicked on um and there's another one i watched called the puppeteer where basically or the puppet master i can't remember which one it's called but basically he was like went down as one of the world's biggest con men ever and like to the point where he was telling people he worked for agencies and like they had to leave and go do this. And I need you to stay here at this safe house and get this job. But when you get paid, I need that money so that we can keep you in hiding. But he was just taking, he was just putting these people, placing these people places to get jobs and then taking their money when they got paid and convincing them that this is the only way they could stay safe. Crazy mm -hmm. dude. Crazy. Talking about how like the IRA and everything was out to get them and stuff so that was pretty crazy um but in other words i was actually listening to unfiltered zane and heath unfiltered's podcast the other day and they brought up this whole thing about how it's kind of funny because it's so true when you're like face to face with people in like a store or walking on the street or whatever for the most part unless someone's like inebriated or just a jerk for the most part, people are pretty cordial with each other, right? Like, mm -hmm. they're usually pretty polite and, like, have manners and try to, like, be respectful. That 100% changes once you get behind the wheel of a vehicle. Mm -hmm. You know? Isn't that weird? Because you're protected in your own little private bubble. Yeah, but it's almost like it's a free-for-all after that, and everybody else yeah. in the other vehicles are, like, enemies. You're like, oh, I'm yeah. getting past this dude. This yeah. dude's making me... Even though he might not have done anything wrong, you're just like, dude, this guy's got to get out my way, like... This guy's a jerk, man. He's driving like 25 and a 45. He's got to get out of my way. It's just crazy. Like, mm -hmm. you don't ever think about, and like, it's what they were saying. You don't ever really think about how there's a person inside that vehicle. You're mm -hmm. just like, that red Dodge needs to, like, move, dude. Mm -hmm. Like, get out of my way. I can't get past this dude. He's been driving so slow the entire time. Like, I'm about to run him off the road. But you just think it's a vehicle. You don't ever think about the person operating that vehicle most of the time. I think I do sometimes, but, like. I think about how they're very cautious about it. I know you you have to. I mean, you're driving all day for your job, so it's like it's got to be weird for you. Uh oh, I messed this up. This is gonna be. I'm gonna I'm gonna get off the mic for just a minute. Oh, you like you uh, didn't like the uh, the stand? I guess it was okay. I just thought I was gonna use the laptop more for this episode and then i was like ah, i don't need it I, I i just i wanted to fact check myself when i talked about those docuseries because i didn't okay. want to say something stupid i'm sure i did anyway but it's okay but yeah cody and i are just chilling 
it's an afternoon. It's an afternoon podcast, and we're having like a after lunch, ice cold brewski. Little, you can call this girly if you want to, but Bud Light Lime is pretty That's delicious. <laughs> it's nice and refreshing and crisp. About? It's like the it's like the margarita of beer, you know. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just gotta have a nice cold Bud Light Lime and chill and relax. And it reminds me of college. Yeah, we barbecued all day yesterday, so now it's just we had them left over, and I was like, yeah, let's have a ice cold brewski and record a podcast because why not? Um. So how how have things been, Cody, lately? Uh, it's been all right. Same old normal work. Work, 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 work. work. I don't want to have to go to work, 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 work. I know. I just work. Just ugh. I'm on vacation right now. I got nine days yeah, off, man. and I'm not quite in the middle of it. Nine days. I know it's nice. <laughs> I got this entire upcoming you, five days. Like after today, I got five. You more always days get off. nine days, or like more than a normal week. Yeah, right? because yeah. You well, nine days is the. So basically, what I do is I do like I work five days straight. Yeah. I work five days straight so that I can have my two off days stacked together at the end of that week. Mm-hmm. Then I take my five day vacation. And then coming back, you have the I have my next two weekend. <laughs> yeah, I have my two off days first thing of the week. So when I when I leave before I leave, I work five days in a row, and before I go or when I go back, I work five days in a row. So I just stack my off days before and after, put my vacation between, and it makes it a long vacation. We're only allowed to do that for not for like nine days though. Mm. You can't like have like two weeks of vacation, like say ten days off. And then put their schedule requests. You can't have anything more than nine. Really, okay. they don't. It's frowned upon. You have to get it like approved by like corporate if you do. Like if you're going on a mission trip or something, it was longer than mm-hmm. nine days, like maybe fourteen, fifteen days or something, mm-hmm. or like a cruise outside of the country or something. So yeah, I've been. I've often been tempted to be like, I'm going on a cruise, even though I'm not. Wait, so you can't stack your. Your, your you can't stack your together. vacations anyway. No, that'd be way too much time off. I uh, see. We can. So you can just take like half a month off if you want. Yeah, if, if I had the seniority to pick those weeks, I could take. Like there was a guy when I first started, he took five weeks back to back to back to back to back. Really, he didn't have to report in at all. He just took them all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, you're probably able to do that with there if like there's other people to like drive those routes or whatever. Yeah. Like this is like a yeah. part. This is like a permanent Mate. position, where it's like people are like, okay, that guy's been gone for yeah, long I enough. Come Mate. back, yeah, because it's always a disaster when I go back. Yeah, no one yeah, ever yeah. does the job that you do as good as you do it no, while no, you're gone no, no, ever no. in any in any job. So it's like it's always a disaster. It makes me upset. It just stresses you out, you know. Well, you get used to it though. Yeah, I quit caring so much, not about my job, <laughs> but, like, just the fact that there's nothing I can do about it when I'm not there. It's just, I'm going to have to fix it when I get back and then try to keep it steady as as long as I can while I'm there. But, like, I, I find myself on vacation a lot of times worrying about it. Like, oh, man, it's going to be terrible when I go back. Like, everything's going to be awful. Mm-hmm. But that's no way to live while you're on vacation, dude. You got to enjoy yourself. Right. So I'm just kind of try to let it go and just... Focus on the good while it's good, and then fix it when it's bad, because that's really all you can do. Um, oh, I want to talk about something delicious that I created like a week and a half ago. Uh-huh. So you know brown bread, like the brown bread that you served at Longhorn? 
brown bread. It wasn't that like y'all specialty. That's at Outback. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know. Well, okay, so steakhouse brown bread, or just brown bread in general, right? A loaf of brown bread, right? Okay. Like chocolate-looking bread. Yeah, like it looks like a chocolate cake, but it's like right. a, a dinner roll. It's, yeah. Okay. So cut it long ways, like it's a hoagie style. Okay. Cut it long ways, toast both ends, spread butter on each side, right? Okay. Yeah. Then you take seasoned grilled chicken, slice it really thin. Okay. And like like paper thin little slices of this seasoned grilled chicken is awesome. A Caesar salad kit that you buy at the grocery store. It's already got all the ingredients in with it. Okay. Mix all that up together, everything but the croutons. Okay. And then you bottom layer, you take, I don't know, maybe half a cup, a cup of the salad makings, the lettuce and the Parmesan and the mm-hmm. dressing and all that. Bottom layer. Okay. Little slices of the thin crust, or the not thin crust, little Brand. slices of the thin Cut. sliced chicken, right? And then you drizzle just a little bit more of the Caesar, Caesar dressing mm-hmm. on top of the chicken. Mm-hmm. And then what else did I put on? I put cheese or something. I think it was... Parmesan? Oh, yeah. Shaved Parmesan. Like mm. the fresh kind that comes in the little tub. Yeah. Yeah. Shaved Parmesan on the top, on top of the butter. Mm-hmm. That on top of the chicken. Bro. I called it. Let me see, let me make sure. I want to make sure I say it right because I named it. it. was so good. I had to name you it. You named it, but you forgot what you called it? The Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I found out, though. Here it is. The Grilled Chicken Caesar Parmesan. <laughs> Sounds like something you'd order yeah. at a restaurant. Yeah. It was phenomenal because you know How a lot much of times chicken was on there though. Was it enough to satisfy me? Yeah, it was like a chicken. It was like almost an entire chicken breast, then sliced and put on there. Oh, okay. It's like a grilled chicken sandwich, but it has With Caesar, shaved Parmesan, yeah. Caesar dressing, and then a little little portion of Caesar salad on the bottom. Okay. So you had that crispness of the lettuce, the crispness of the toasted bread. The saltiness and, and cheesiness of the Parmesan and the butter mm-hmm. and then seasoned grilled chicken. And then, so, you know, when you usually have some some Caesar salads have those, the brown bread croutons in them, yeah. right? They're yeah. mixed. Yeah. That's your bread. And it's already toasted. And it's like, you. it's a giant crouton. You're just eating the salad and the chicken and the cheese in On between two giant croutons. That's pretty good, dude. I made it, and I was like, because we I, we had Caesar salad, and then I had chicken, but I wanted something else, and we had we had those brown rolls that Darby got from some Whole Foods place one time, and mm-hmm. we froze them, and I was like, oh, I'm, I'm gonna use these, so I pulled them out, thawed them, sliced it down the middle, and toasted it, threw it all together, and I was like, I made Darby try it. I was like, this is a masterpiece. <laughs> this is awesome. You got to try it. So I gave it, yeah, she loved it. I was like, well, I'm going to, man, this is going to be a staple in my house, boy. I'm going to make this once a week. Probably not. Probably like once every like Wait, month. you said that or she said that? I said that. You know, I said that. She wouldn't have been making say, nothing. She wouldn't have said that. She wouldn't have been making nothing, man. Um, another thing, I haven't made this one yet, but I thought it would be really delicious. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it would be better if it was fried chicken. But if I was doing it, just to go a little bit healthier route, even though this is not a healthy dish at all. Neither is a Caesar salad one. It's I'm a sandwich. It's not healthy. Um, a grilled chicken, but it would be a hot honey chicken and egg bagel. So think about a bagel. Hot Possibly honey and chicken. Egg? Egg and cheese. Hot honey chicken, egg and cheese. So chicken, egg and cheese with hot honey on it. That yeah. could be good. 
Yeah. That could be good. On a bagel. On a bagel. Like a bagel sandwich. So you got a bottom and a top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Einstein's. Mm-hmm. But think of like grilled chicken, egg and cheese, drizzled oh, with some pot grilled, honey. grilled chicken. Yeah. I'm saying, that's what I'm saying. Obviously, it'd be better with a fried filet, but right, like, yeah. if you're going to do that route, you might as well put the fried chicken and add some bacon, too. <laughs> yeah, with like maple that. maple like bacon. bacon or something. Yeah. And then after that, you might as well just get rid of the, if you're going to do all that, you might as well get rid of the bagel and just do a slice of donut, man. Make a little donut oh, sandwich. Oh, gosh. No, 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 no. Dude, I bet people, you know people do that. You can do a waffle. Mm, chicken and waffle. Dude, chicken and waffle chicken is so good. Chicken and waffle with hot honey. A little bit of bacon and cheese. Little maple syrup and hot honey drizzled oh, on. Yeah. Little mixture. That would mm. be good. Be so good. That's why I initially had thawed out that brown bread because Darby had a cinnamon uh what was it? A cinnamon maple butter or something like that that she bought when we were at Bucky's. Mm-hmm. And so I like toasted some and spread that on there. I was like, This is great. <laughs> I'm doing something with this. <laughs> but uh yeah, it was really good and delicious, man. Where are we at on time? 21 minutes, 21, 26. I can reset it in a minute. Well, so, um, this microphone just looked weird. <laughs> it's like, wow, it's really close. Really close to me, brah. What was I saying before? Something about blimey. Oh, yeah. Bud Light. Lime. Mm-hmm. Little buddy. Little limey. Blimey. You know, it's like that saying, like the the English use, blimey. Uh, yeah. Or was that is that Australian? Blimey. blimey. Bloke. Bloke is Australian. Bloke. It's a bloke. Bloke. A crikey, she's just a baby. The dingo. The dingo ain't my baby. baby. The dingo. Get you a Foster's lager and a shrimp on the barbie. Clever girl. <laughs> Clever girl. Yeah, dude. So if you didn't watch the last episode or listen to the last episode, we were showing off some of the Jake Jake Aaron art oil we paintings. Off one. We showed off one. I got more. I got like three more somewhere, or two more somewhere. But he's gonna come on the he's gonna come on the show and he's gonna paint and tell us how it's done. Yeah, pretty cool. There it is. Cody showing it off. Faith Moves Mountains. There's a cross between these two mountains. Two mountain ranges, and there's a beautiful body of water down at the bottom with some trees and some grass and some rocks, and the mountains look snow snow capped, maybe. Yeah, it looks like it. So yeah, it's pretty cool. I like it. I like how the the cross is like glowing, like the sun almost. It's pretty cool. Show me the light, yeah. So what are you gonna do uh, when so- your vacation's over? What do you mean? I'm going to have to just work until next year. Next year is your last vacation? No, this th- this is my last vacation of I'm this saying. year. That's yeah. yeah. I don't have any more. I mean, I can request like days off. Yeah. I have some days off already requested for football season. Oh god. I put those in far in advance. I was like, "Oh yeah, we're going to do not on... stealing this from me." Yeah, we're going to do about Saturdays. You're going to open. You're going to open. Saturdays? Yeah, I always open. I don't ever close on Saturdays. Ever. No. My closing day is Tuesday nights because okay. the ad Go like switches over, so I okay. handle all that. I don't ever close pretty much. And the only time I close other than Tuesdays is because of uh, like if someone needs me to, or someone might be on vacation, or we might have a call out or something, or they just ask me to really, really nicely. I might say okay, <laughs> but other than that, no. 
Okay. Usually just close once a week, and then the rest of the time it's that. But during the day, I don't know if I should say this on a podcast. Honestly, I don't want to get in trouble or anything. But during the day on Saturdays when college football starts, right at noon when the first game starts, if it's a good game, I'll usually on break I watch it on YouTube TV on my phone. I'll watch some of the football. But when I go back, if I'm really into a game, I'm still doing my job. I'm not doing anything that's not – like job related or is hindering my work at all, but I'll leave the game on on the screen and put it on my shelf over there yeah, in yeah. my area, and then I'll just like walk up every now and then check the score mm. while still you know dealing with customers and doing all my regular stuff. So yeah. it doesn't hinder me at all, but I, it's probably frowned upon. Y'all can't have uh, earbuds or nothing, right? No, no, we can pre pre open and close mm-hmm. like you know once the stores like close and there's no more customers you can put headphones in and do whatever you got to do um same thing with in the morning but once once like 7 a.m hits or be, or before 10 p.m hits it's all work you're supposed to be professional about it and everything mm-hmm. you're not even supposed to use your like personal phone but the, the funny thing is they tell you you're not supposed to have your personal phone on you I don't want you texting or calling or getting calls while you're on the job. Mm-hmm. But we all have this app that we use that scans products and stuff and tells us, like, if it's in stock and stuff like that. So it's like, oh, how I want us to use that's, that if I don't have my like stuff. Companies, you know. Yeah, I know. But, like. Their logic. Like, they don't you don't have it. any idea how many people just have that pulled up and they're just doing their own thing. And then someone walks by, they're like, switch windows. Oh, yeah, I'm doing it, man. I'm doing it right now. I'm just working on the app, bro. Just checking stuff out. Oh, man. All right. I think I'm going to reset the camera, and then you want to go ahead and get into these would-you-rathers? Yeah, I'll do the camera. Okay. You want to hop into these would-you-rather yeah, conversations? Are we Rochambeauing to see who goes first? Okay. All right. Here we go. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Dang it. <laughs> Got beat again. All right, are Cody's you ready? going first. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. Would you rather spend a year entirely alone? Oh my gosh! Or a year without a home? Whoa, dude, that's okay. Okay, okay. If I have a home, no, 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 no. no. I got it all figured out. That was almost. I almost went a different route with this, but <laughs> I'm gonna say now I'd rather have a year without a home. If, whoa, throat bubbles. If I didn't have a family, I would like to have a year with no home because then I would just couch surf on all my friends' houses and find other places and make new relationships, not with, like, women or anything, but, mm-hmm. like, just people in general, and just uh, just see if there was any way that I could uh, survive like that for one year, just staying at different people's places for as long as they would let me. And trying to just be like, hey, I'll cut your grass this entire season for just like a little bitty closet to stay in or something. Or like a spare room. Like, I'll well, do chores. Uh, people do that. Like, like on uh, YouTube, especially, they, they do the... Uh, couch surfing stuff? Yeah, the couch surfing. Yeah, a lot of people that want to like travel the perimeter mm-hmm. of the United States, they there's like a website. That uh, documentary mm-hmm. that they did, that uh, Christian one, yeah. that's what they did. It was like couchsurfing.com or something. Yeah. They found that like sadomasochistic or whatever it's called girl. She had like heart shaped whips and stuff. And there's like oh, four God. Christian dudes that are standing there and they're like, I don't know what we got ourselves into, but hey, she's really nice and she's letting us stay here for the night. Yeah. So, 
Uh, yeah, I think that's what I'd do. What would you do? Uh, 100% I would uh, go with that home. Yeah, dude, you can't, like, that's too long to be alone. Like, I like You'd being go cr- alone, be but I, I, can't, I can't go for that long. You wouldn't be the same after. Uh-uh. At all. You'd be like... I'd be like Tom Hanks when he gets back yeah, from... Yeah, Castaway. That's exactly what I'm thinking. You'd have a bunch of different balls and items that were just your friends. It's Wilson, man. Like, don't take that pencil. No, don't sharpen Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> He's my best friend. Um. All right, my turn. Here we go. Would you rather have no one come to your wedding or your funeral? Think about it. That's tough. At this point... If if I were to get married, I don't know if I want a lot of people at the wedding. <laughs> yeah, but no one. But at the same time, I don't care if nobody comes to my funeral. Because you're not going to be there. Exactly. That's my <laughs> logic. Like, I, I, I want people to pay respects, like, low-key right now while I'm alive. Oh, you'll feel the pain. But I don't care if you come to my but funeral like, or not. I don't think, yeah, I'm not going to care I, once I'm gone. I don't care if you even have a funeral for me. Dude, biblically it says you're not even going to like care about anything of this world once you're gone because you're gone. You know, my granddad, he uh, he he uh, had it in his will or something yeah. written out to where it was like uh, no flowers. No flowers. No. No hammers. I, I think he said no sing. I don't know if it was singing or. No was, celebrations. It, it, Nah, you it was definitely celebrate. no no flowers and no something else. But it was no to tears. Be, it was supposed to be like a happy time. Yeah, celebration of life, not a goodbye forever, yeah. doom, doomy and gloomy type deal. Yeah, I get that for sure. All right, your turn. Oh, my turn. <laughs> this is an awkward silence. All right, you ready? Yeah, I'm good. I'm ready. Would you rather buy all used underwear or all used toothbrushes? Ooh. Oh. Well. Hmm. Dude. That's tough. (laughs) That's a tough one. Yeah, they're both filthy with bacteria. Yeah. Of other people. I think I'd... Ooh, I don't know. But listen. (gasps) Okay. So you can boil a toothbrush. You can boil You can boil, yeah. Or you can just (laughs) bleach it and not care what color it turns out as long as you bleach it really good. I think I think you could get by with either one, so that's a really really tough one. But oral hygiene, like think about that's if you're important. Yeah, what if you're brushing, even a, like, so think about the integrity. So I, w- what's the integrity of the toothbrush versus the boxers or the underwear? Are uh, they both still in good shape, or is like the the the, the toothbrush brush might be fanning out a little bit, and the underwear might have a couple of stains couple stains okay okay like underwear. sweat stains underwear them like because that. i would ble- just bleach them three or four times then just wear them no okay, problem okay I think with I, a toothbrush I, I, I you can't that. get that integrity of that those bristles nah. back Unless no matter how hard you try m- maybe melt like melt melt them just melt the, <laughs> and all of a sudden it just becomes three bristles on there that are really big <laughs> just tear your gums oh, apart yeah i think underwear would be the way to go because you could just bleach them really really good and then just wear them until you can't no more. I'm going with underwear. Okay. Did you did you give your answer? Yeah, I think I'm going to go with underwear. Underwear. Okay. Here we go. Would you rather live right next to a huge stadium or the airport? Huge stadium. Yeah. I mean, it'd be really loud all the time, but so would an airport. 
Yeah. So, but you get yeah, more but, entertainment. But the airport stadium. is is nonstop. Yeah. Planes coming in. Plus, think about it. If time. you live right there, stadium. I mean, think about it. I mean, I, I mean, uh, oh, you should have all these nice places to go for the most part. Yeah, and walking distance. Yeah, walking distance. So even if it's not part of the stadium, you should have some amenities. Like the battery at Truist Park. If if yeah, you lived dude, at those apartments right there, there, you got plenty walk of there and have and drinking fun. places if you wanted to. Lots of entertainment, lots to look at, lots Depending to see. Depending on how high your apartment is, you can actually see the game. Yeah, that one. Remember those one mm. places that was like the balcony bar and all that, and you can just look over and like watch ho- the game? A hotel. Yeah, it's it? a hotel. I can't remember what it's called. Dude, those rooms got to be expensive. They are. They're very expensive. The ones facing, like mm-hmm. you can watch it from your room, you can go up the rooftop bar and chill. Like, pretty nice, but yeah. I think, is it the Marriott? I don't remember. I can't remember either. I remember seeing it. We were right across from it where we sat for that Star Wars game. All right, your turn. Uh, Would you rather lose the ability to read? Or the the ability to lose, or what? Well, blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Would you rather lose the ability to read, or lose the ability to speak? Oh, dude, I would definitely lose the ability to read. Read? Yeah, for sure. Because I would just speak and look at someone else and be like, "Hey, what's that say? Read it to me. Read it to me right now. I th- I think I'd rather go lose the ability to speak because I kind of deal with that anyway. <laughs> what? No, man. You got to have a voice. I want to have a voice. Uh, my ancestors fought for me to have a voice. I will learn to speak in my own way. <laughs> people, are, people are like, what ancestors fought for you to have a voice? Yeah. I'm like, we broke free yeah. from tyranny. I don't know. Yeah, but probably uh, the voice. No, probably the the read. I don't care oh, if I have to read. What did you just do? What did you just do? Was that All my right. last one anyway? Yeah. I think, what, was that three? That was that was your third one, wasn't it? Yeah. All right. So am I done? Yeah, you're done. Okay. I got one more for you. Would you rather take a bath in salad dressing or shower in barbecue sauce? You got two different. You got a bath of salad dressing or shower in barbecue sauce. Do I get to choose my flavor? I guess so, yeah. I'll shower in barbecue sauce. Really? Yeah. For real? Yeah. I'm going the opposite route with that one. I'm like, I'm thinking like a vinaigrette bath or something, something good and oily for my skin. <laughs> get up in all the crevices. Oil and vinegar. Yeah, just get up in there and just kind of moisturize. Oh man, you'd be marinated. Yeah, I'm like a Greek vinaigrette and just come out looking like a Greek god or something. Oh gosh, smelling real swanky. Yeah, wasn't that a thing back then? I don't know. I mean, I know people used to like anoint people with oil and like pour oil over people. Yeah, right before they put them in the oven. I'm sure. (laughs) Cooked them up. Oh no, that's too far. (laughs) Crossed the line there. (laughs) We apologize for that one. Apologize. Say you're sorry. (laughs) That was funny. Say you're sorry. No, it was not (laughs) funny. Uh, we will not talk about chambers or gas or anything on I here. never mentioned that. You <laughs> I, just oven. Said I just said a name. I just said a name. We were talking about easy bake ovens and brownies and cookies. We're not trying to be offensive at all. Good vibes only. LTL, baby. Listen to Leroy. <laughs> Should I rename this podcast? Listen to Leroy. Leroy Jenkins. You used to always call me that on video games. 
yeah, when y'all wanted to be all, you, you want y'all always wanted to be stealth, and I was just like, I'm going in, go, boots on the ground, guns blazing. Yeah, you know? uh, because uh, me and Derek would be on the hill, sitting there planning our our <laughs> our strategy, and then and the next thing we know, we hear gunshots <laughs> and explosions <laughs> in the encampment. We look down. <laughs> My well, character's just there's Gavin there with a machine gun. <laughs> They're like. Golly, you might as well just be running up in there. Leroy Jenkins. Oh, that's funny, though. <laughs> Couldn't help it, man. I was just having fun. That's uh, all it was. Just good fun. Happy times. Good happy times. <sighs> so church was good today. It was good. It was a good sermon. Mm-hmm. Clint was like on fire, and he said that he was just like really getting into it today. Yeah. So had a good time. Oh, yeah. but I guess we'll close this out. Um, with a Bible verse here in a minute, but I was actually curious at one point. I was, how often do you pray? How often do I pray? Yeah, personally. Not enough. Not enough. Well, I think that can go for everybody. <laughs> but, like, I apologized, like, this is kind of, I guess it's personal talking about my prayer at, like, communion today, but I was like, I apologize to God for being so distant lately because, like, I haven't been doing my morning prayers lately. Mm-hmm. And so one thing growing up when I was in the car with my mom was, getting in the car and she was taking me to school and everything but we'd always have a morning prayer on the way like before we turned on the radio or anything we'd have a morning prayer to like you know thank you for this day just be with us let us you know like lead us to do your work and your will today just keep us safe keep us in the palm of your hand and just thank you for everything all your many blessings and then any other special request or anything and then you know that was it and so she instilled in me to do that. And so like every morning on the way to work or once I got to work before I went into work or something, that's usually when I'll do like a morning prayer or something like that. And mm-hmm. sometimes at night, if I'm thinking about it, I'll pray again at night. But, you know, Paul in the Bible says to pray ceaselessly, like for everything, for every issue, every thing that's going on in your life, just to pray. And like you said, I don't think any of us do it enough like we need to. Um, I have a bad uh, tendency of praying when i need something or when something has gone yeah, wrong like you yeah yeah For, well i think that's 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 another thing we do yeah like it's like using like god like a genie in a bottle yeah like like, like this didn't didn't work out and i'm, like, I'm, I'm scared about this like yeah. i need help but yeah so and it shouldn't be that way we should be like going to him every single day no matter what with praises mm-hmm. with request with with everything and so that's have you ever I promised god something in a desperate situation like I will never do this again if you'll just help me, or I will always do yeah, this. Yeah, but then you do it. You end up doing it again. Well, I've never done that because I <laughs> because I know that I would one hundred percent not be able. They're to gonna get like struck down. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to keep up, keep that promise. I've I've uh, had to ask for forgiveness for doing that before, at oh, least really? once in my life. Yeah, yeah, that I know of, and it's something that I like. It's one thing breaking a promise to yourself, but breaking a promise to, to God. God yeah dude that's scary that's risky business like mm-hmm. something it's like but it's not like oh my god it's not like i'm like oh my gosh i broke the promise he's gonna strike me down for sure now like he's gonna smite me it's just shame and guilt yeah it's like my dad it's like mm-hmm. disappointing my dad like my father it's mm-hmm. like man i really messed up and but that's the thing that's a, and i don't mean to say it like hey, it's okay, go out and sin and do whatever you want and then ask for forgiveness, he's going to forgive you. That's not how it works. It's like you really need to be repentive of what you did wrong and feel that shame of that sin, the the weight of the sin that you that you sinned, 
and then uh, well, what you just said, you'll uh, have grace and mercy because that's how it makes me wonder something. So you know that saying is it's better to ask forgiveness than permission. Yeah, I hate that. I know. I hate that saying because I think it should be the other way around. Yeah, but the problem is with that is I did try to treat it the other way around for like most of my life, uh-huh. and asking for permission first. You, they never let you do it. It sucks. They never let you yeah. do it. They're like, no, absolutely not. But if you were to just do it and then be like, oh, I didn't know I couldn't do that. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but, yeah, that's bad. You shouldn't be doing anything that you know is wrong or that you know you might get in trouble for. Um, it's just not right. But, yeah, dude, I was just wondering because that's something I've been thinking about, too. Is like I just need to pray more. I need to be more sincere with my prayers and then more intentional with that intimate relationship with God. But, uh, I think we're going to do better about that soon because I think we're about to start a Bible study together on Sunday nights. Yeah. But when is that? When's the next go around? We're not going to start our group with foundation yet. Okay. The one that we wanted on the night we wanted is full. It is full. We checked. So is he the only one who does it on Sunday? I don't know. We have, we can look at it, but know, it's three thirty five now, and so that thing's already open, so a lot of people are in. But yeah. it's not the end of the world. I think. How is he already full though? If if it hadn't even opened up yet, because they had, I think they had a lot of the newbies do it. Because the week before, they oh, had so anybody that's never guys. been in a group with foundation before. It was open to them to get in first. Oh, so he's got a lot of newbies. In yeah, yeah. So. Which, I mean, technically, you could have done that, but then there was well, no guarantee we would have yeah. been in there with you either. So, yeah. um, but it's okay. I'm thinking about asking David and Marissa if they want to get together for one hour on a Sunday evening and just do... What, like on Zoom or something? Yeah, like a little Zoom thing. Mm-hmm. We could all meet in here or something and just like, you know, we do our study throughout the week on our own and then we meet up on a Sunday night for like one hour and then just kind of... Just discuss, discuss it. it and go over it and everything. Yeah, I don't know how 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 to run this work. Yeah, I mean, it's usually it's usually like a, a group, a collective thing where we just kind of go around and be like, so what did so what did you take from this? Like, and then like, I thought it was interesting here, and then like talk about stuff that happens throughout the week that you can like actually see like God's hands in and stuff. You know, mm-hmm. like you know stuff like that it's cool i mean i love being in groups and stuff and it helps you grow spiritually it helps you have that accountability like you don't want to be the only one showing up at group that didn't read those few pages yeah. and those pages yeah. have like yeah like like you and darby did that one time yeah dude we were complete we missed an entire chapter one time and we were just like winging it we we're like yeah that was really good i like that but that page was great no we were honest about it we were <laughs> like yeah we didn't read it but like i'm here so i want to be part so of the you discussion. tell me about it <laughs> Yeah, so we were able to go through and kind of review some of that stuff. But we did the Experiencing God one, which I kind of want to go back and do the last part of it, or at least the first part, or maybe do it in chapters, like a few different chapters, mm-hmm. and maybe like just do that with you, because you never experienced it I got to find that Francis Chan book. Yeah, if you can't look, find look it soon, it. you need to buy a new one. But by God, the crazy somewhere. love. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, uh, the one with the red cover. Yeah, that's yeah. the one I want to ask them if they want if they haven't done it yet, if they want to do that. I got I got it somewhere. I was going to ask Micah and Madeline, too, but they're a part of a group, and I'm not sure if they'll have time, especially on Sundays. I'm not sure if David and Marissa will either. It might just be us three doing yeah. our own thing. But I think it would be fun. We need to definitely do something like that, and I, we need to be one of the first people to get into a group the next go-around. So it should be probably 
This one should be from now until, let's see, now until the holidays. And then after that, it'll be the holidays until, like, summer. So, like, January no, to, like... last a while. Yeah, it's like... It's like two months, I think. Oh, it's like okay. eight That's weeks. Not as long as I, I, think I think they're usually like eight weeks. Okay, they're either eight weeks or twelve weeks. So that's either it's either two months or three months long. Okay, but I mean it's just like one one and a half. It's either like one or one and a half hours at someone's house every Sunday night. Mm-hmm. And there's like usually there's like snacks or food, and then we sit around. Do they rotate? Uh, 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 rotate houses or do they no it's like one house house. like we were part of uh the waltons we were part of their group twice and so we just would go to their house every sunday night at like five five to seven or something like that Mm -hmm. and then yeah it was fun we always we met that's how we met a lot of the people at foundation which was nice because we know some people there we're not we don't know yeah see i still don't hardly know anybody yeah dude it's it's cool because it's like a it's like a team building experience and you get to like meet new people and like people that you might actually get to like have more conversations with yeah. in between church services instead yeah. of just showing up to worship and get the word and you can actually walk up and What's be like, up? Hey man. Yeah. Yeah. So how'd that thing go this week? You know, like, yeah, I've been praying about it for you, man. Yeah, this is great. And I'm, All right, man. We'll see you tonight. And like, it's, it's fun. It's just like camaraderie and it's fun to be a part of something in general, but something that's going to help you, build yourself spiritually especially it's awesome because you don't like sometimes just showing up to worship and and then like get the word it's great you need that but it's also like you need that fellowship too of like other christians and like living life with them and like experiencing their their praises and also their pain and their hurt too and just being there for each other it's it's great it's a cool feeling man i'm happy i'm gonna be excited for you to come along (laughs) i'm excited yeah I'd be a little nervous. Yeah, no, it's, I mean, everyone is at first, because, like, especially if you don't know anybody going in, you're just kind of like, okay, kind of off, like, what's it, how would you say it is offstandish? Is that a word? Is that offstandish? I can't remember. Standoffish. There you go. I keep, I've, that's not, that's not, that's not the first time (laughs) I've, offstandish, offstandoffish. Yeah, so it's like, that's kind of how everybody was at first, and then, like, you, like the first, the first one, you kind of like do a little get to know. They'll go in a circle and be like, "Yeah, just tell us your I name, what you do." I hate that. Blah blah blah. So It'll be fine. I hate that. We went like after the first time, and the ice uh, is broken. I hate it. And so after that, it's kind of like you could talk if you want to, or they might go around in a circle and just let you like. So what? Uh, so what'd you get out of this? You know, like good what did you think about this? <laughs> good. It was good. It was great. God is good. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> oh. Move on. Oh, man. <laughs> you just be like, well, I really liked how Nacho Cheese. Verse 33 said that God is good and let us thank him for our food. Amen. No, it's fun, though. I mean, nerves are normal, but I'm telling you, once the first couple sessions or like meetings are over and everything, it's just fun. Just meeting up with people and just doing life and. And that's the cool thing is, like, sometimes you might have people, like, some weeks some people might not show up. Other weeks it might be a full house. You never know. But like he said today, which I think is cool, is they're trying to be intentional about making it smaller groups. Yeah. Because there were, like, 20, 25 people in the first one we were a part of. It was a lot. We were in the first round of foundation groups when it launched. Mm -hmm. And uh, 
There See, were a lot of people in each group. Is back a, then. is small groups like a like a big thing for for uh, undenominational churches? Yeah, because you don't get that for like Baptist churches like I grew up with. Um, I think Baptist churches do it too. Sometimes I think they're mainly called like. A lot of times they'll just call Bible that Bible study, study. Yeah. and then like uh, D groups. Do you ever heard of that term? Uh-huh. Devotion groups and stuff like that. I've we just call ours like groups. The ser- the the main sermon, Wednesday night sermon, and Wednesday Sunday school. <laughs> Sunday school, the sermon. Yeah, yeah, it's funny. And then I, uh, different churches call it different things, yeah. but it's all just spiritual gatherings where we just kind of like meet up and talk about scripture and and different Bible lessons and stuff. But it's pretty cool because we use this thing called Right Now Media, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know if I'm logged into it right now or not, but. I doubt I am. Yeah, I'm not logged in. I'm not signed in right now. I'm not going to sign in. But there's like hundreds, maybe even thousands of different plans on there. From Tim Tebow to Francis Chan to all kinds of like really good like Christian-based studies that have like videos and all kinds of stuff with it. So usually it's uh, it's centered around something like that. Mm-hmm. And then you'll sit down and do all the, the study together and then watch the video each week and then discuss and stuff like that so it's fun but uh let's do the verse of the day it is sunday afternoon after all so let's see we got joshua 1 9 have i not commanded you be strong and courageous do not be afraid do not be discouraged for the lord your god will be with you wherever you go i like that one joshua 1 9 so go check it out all right, folks, thank you so much, so, so much for being supportive and checking all this stuff out. Really appreciate you um, and uh, can't wait for the next one. So as for this Chop Chat, guys, as always, much love and peace out. Faith News Mountain. <gasps> and as always, guys, on Listen to Lamb Chop. <laughs> much love, Faith News Mountain. Dude, I'm all scrambled. What do I say? And peace out. Peace.